Hello, this is Melissa Laflamme, and you're listening to the Soulwork Sessions. I'd like to give you a quick bit of background on who you're listening to. I'm a Jungian psychotherapist and depth psychologist in private practice going on about 15 years in Denver, Colorado. I also work with people all over the world on Skype. As a cultural artist, I'm a published writer, poet, spoken word artist. And more than anything, I'm a lover of the soul of the world, the earth herself, a wilderness-oriented guide to soul, a naturalist of the psyche, bent on catalyzing soul-making and supporting you in becoming fully alive at every bend on this absurd and ragged trail we walk as humans. You could say I'm a troublemaker. So let's get started, shall we? <laughs> In this episode of the Soul Work Sessions, we'll take a look at the life-giving threshold of embodying a really authentic way of being, inhabiting your true nature. For more than a decade in private practice, I've seen this tangled issue more than anything else come up with my clients. Mine too. My own psyche too, of course. That's how I've come to know this terrain so well. When you live from your intuitive core, your belly, your heart, and you let your soul lead and spirit guide you, your words and actions will be naturally subversive. You'll go to your edge. You'll soften. You'll become wildly tender. Question is, how do you wholly inhabit your own revolution in beauty? This inner revolution, it's a perpetual ceremony of your heart. It's what you're for as a human being. It's what we're all for. Our culture occludes that knowing, though. It's such work to move through that. So when you're real and you're cooked down to essence rather than half-baked to get approval, to look good, the projections from others, they may fly and seek you out and try to stick to you. Don't let them. Instead, let your authenticity support you in carrying on wholehearted, vulnerable conversation to resolve what arises. Yeah, it's hard work. It's uncomfortable. And it's deeply human and can be harrowing. And often it's downright delicious when you go into it fully, wholeheartedly. It's intimacy. It's naked. It's courageous work marked by your solid presence here and now. I'd rather be whole than good, Carl Jung said. And by whole, he meant real, messy, and sold, deeply human, heartbroken open, with compassion flowing first to yourself, to resource and prepare, to let flow widely that compassion to others. Being too comfortable, too amenable, too pliable to the point of contorting yourself is a ticket to selling your soul right up the river. Don't buy it. When you live from your own knowingness, from your gut and your wildly rooted intelligence, you feel alive, don't you? Genuinely, madly, creatively alive. 
being real, true to yourself, your own soul, it's gritty. And grit causes friction, makes fire to clear the way for living a revolutionary act. This act is marked by action that the earth and the soul of the world are crying out for now. And the cry is going to get louder, more pain-filled and grievous before enough souls answer wholeheartedly. That's the expectation. That's sort of the prophecy. Not of my own, but one I've learned along the way. It's up to each of us. So when you get real, (laughs) it's actually not about you. Your individual program is only the ground from which you step, from which you step and choose whether you will make this life of yours a walk of grit and beauty or one of accommodation to the forces that insist you do it their way. Be well-behaved, produce, consume, make nice. And as the poet Mary Oliver said, barely breathing and calling it a life. Thing is, we're not talking some self-improvement project. Eh, that's only the gateway. We're, we're being used. Each one of us, we're being used. One way or the other, we go consciously, or we are abducted individually and collectively now by the unconscious forces in our individual psyche and in the collective psyche. So it's a great time to dive in. When we realize we have no choice but to offer ourselves up like a sacrifice to the great mystery, to that guidance in the unknown, This guidance insists on shaping us as a soul-centered contributor. And then we're in it. Soul's got us. It's on to us. And great mystery will carry us along. We're goners to those then egoic, mechanistic, competitive ways. The ways that have undone the earth and so many souls who walk the earth, swim her waters, send roots down into her, and watch from the skies. To inhabit your own core, your vital knowing center, and a soul-centered way of being, you need to do the inner excavation, what we call in Jungian psychology speak shadow work, and in shamanic speak underworld soul work, including ego dismemberment work, to heal old wounds and retrieve parts of your soul you had otherwise disowned or split off. We need these pieces of our souls as well as aspects of our bodies and our connection with the mystery and with the earth along with the other than human ones and wild intelligent forms of life. We need all that to feel deliciously alive, ready to roll, to serve the crying earth and love them up. This is real adult work, asking everything of you and will alter your world completely. But before that happens, you'll be met with severing old ways, dismembering, metaphoric deaths, dreams, visions, both lovely and horrifically heart-pounding, delicious and gut-wrenching, beauty, raging tears and snot, broken open heart, blue shimmering darkness, warm comforting light, rebirth, love, hope, a deep sense of connection with it all, and a palpable knowing 
of what you are for. So it's a slow dive, a conscious descent, if you can do it, into the depths of your own soul, the dark ground of your being and your dreams. We're talking about the underworld of your psyche. This is vital work. There's no way around it. Vital work to discover what you've tucked away in the archetypal shadow of your own psyche. And if you're lucky, you'll unearth what you had otherwise disowned to adapt to the egoic, mechanistic, competitive, earth-ravaging ways of modern Western culture. And most often, these pieces of your otherwise whole psyche that you had disowned are what makes you utterly you beautifully, creatively, wildly alive, authentically you. And you are needed here. Your essential soul powers, what you were born with before you lost track of them and they lost track of you, are to be found there in that excavation into your dark depths, awaiting you to carry them home like a mother leopard carries her kitties with a fierce tenderness, knowing that all life, yours, your beloveds, the earth, humans, and other than humans, is at stake. Yeah, the stakes are that high. The world needs you to be fully alive, real, authentic. The world needs you to find, bring home, and embody your soul's gifts and healing powers. It's messy work. It's what we are for. When you're transparent, you'll stand out as you're truly seen. When you are transparent, others can see right through you and into you as your heart and true essence shines. You are clear, direct, and kind. You're not an enigma. You don't leave people scratching their heads wondering what you just said and did. You don't hide. You're honest to the bone. You're courage and fleshed. Because you see, when you're congruent, you're holistically aligned. What you think, say, feel in your heart, feel in your body, and the actions you take, they line up. Not perfectly, but they line up to support and reflect each other. You know it in your body, often in your gut, when you put your attention there. And others know it about you too. You become congruent. Authenticity happens in the guts and bowels of your life. Being authentic is the grunt work of the soul, of any deeply human spiritual path. Being half here, half there, half-hearted, faking it to look good, strategizing to make things easier for yourself, that's the common way of the unconscious, clotted middle of the culture, driven by egoic addiction by this addicted culture. It's a way that lacks wholeheartedness. It lacks real courage to let the heart break, to shatter, broken whole and wholly open, to finally know compassion for yourself, for others, and for the earth, to live in love, on fire, fully alive, juiced, and ready to serve. Thing is, being authentic and soul-centered costs you your ticket to ride from the collective mainstream to the illusion of safe and secure. And it opens the doors to your bloody and glistening broken whole heart. 
It reveals to you the honey of this wildly delicious, messy life. It leaves you and those you touch feeling radically free when you're authentic. And so then, without a choice, you find you're solid and you're light. Authenticity strips away all that is not real, all that is not made from love to love, all that is of enriched soul and inspired spirit within you remains. There's no living a soul-centered life without being authentic, without mustering the courage to do the excavating in the dark, the shadow work. Again, Carl Jung, he said, people will do anything, no matter how absurd, to avoid facing their own souls. And so I ask you, what will you do? That's it for this episode of the Soul Work Sessions. Thank you for listening with me, and we'll do it again soon. My book is What You Are For, Inciting a Revolution in Your Soul, and it's available on Amazon. Please follow me on Facebook, and for more info, you can visit my psychotherapy practice website at jungiansoulwork.com. That's J-U-N-G-I-A-N-S-O-U-L-W-O-R-K.com. Thank you.